Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa, no matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio Southeast Iowa today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host on today's episode I'm visiting with Managing Director of the Kelowna Historical Village in Kelowna, Iowa, Nancy Roth. Nancy, welcome to the program. Thanks, John. Hey, um, thank you for being here and giving me your time today. We've had a wonderful tour so far. And um, I want you to tell our listeners, how long has the Kelowna Historical Village been here in Kelowna, been in operation? So the Historical Society was actually established in 1969, and then buildings started getting moved in in 1970, which started out with the train depots. The train depot is kind of the reason why we um, are are here. And um, one of our uh, buildings that people don't think about is the big, gray, pretty Victorian house that we have on the corner. Um, Glenn and Fernwall actually moved that house here in 1943, and it was an original stagecoach stop hotel out in the town of Joetown. So that building's been here for quite a long time, but they're a big reason why um, the historical village exists here because uh, Glenn donated the land that the depot is located on today. Well, if you have never been here, it's really an incredible place. Uh, there is so much to see and so much to learn in, in these buildings. And uh, do you have a favorite building, Nancy? Well, um, I'm, I'm a little bit more uh, the quilt gal here, um, probably because I'm in charge of all of the quilts that we have here. So, yeah, probably definitely the quilts. And the quilts are beautiful, and you've got a beautiful Christmas display of quilts right now. Can you tell the listeners more about that? Um, yeah, we um, have a beautiful uh, 1840 to 1880 red and green show uh, up right now. Um, all of the quilts that are hanging on the walls are quilts that have been donated just this year. So this is the first time that any of them have been hung here. And they're, they're simply amazing, the, uh, the work that goes into those um, someone with my thumbs and fingers would never be able to do. It's incredible. And the age of these things and how they've held up over time is just amazing. Um, I, I agree. Uh, if you come in and, and if you're a quilter and you look at stitching, you'll, you'll be truly amazed uh, how many stitches per inch uh, these ladies did this. And you think about the time period, uh, they wouldn't have had electricity. They would have been making these quilts by candlelight or lantern or fireplaces. And that always just um, gets me really curious on how they managed to do such detailed work um, with no electricity. Uh, but I truly think that this has got to be one of my most favorite shows. Um, the red and green quilts are always spectacular. Um, but I don't know. I think it's what's brought me into the spirit this year is hanging this show. Well, you definitely get into the spirit when you first walk into the, the building here. I mean, there's Christmas decorations everywhere. We're looking at beautiful trees right now and little reindeer and one of those seals and everything else out there. And uh, just um, you've got some wonderful Christmas trees here on display, too. Can you tell a little bit about those? 
Yeah, we had our Christmas in Kelowna event um, a week ago, uh, Saturday, and we started doing a Christmas tree walk here last year. Unfortunately, last year, you know, we had the trees outside and then we had a big windstorm that came up and took all the trees and blew them everywhere. So a lot of our participants decided that they wanted their trees inside. And so then we gave them the option of leaving the trees up um, through the end of the year. So, yeah, I think that that adds to our um, ambiance and Christmas spirit is we've got probably about 12 um, decorated Christmas trees from different businesses within the community that we have um, lit up and um, kind of put you in the spirit a little bit. And I would say from uh, our angle here, I see a very distinctive modern uh, Christmas tree that seems to resemble the Grinch. <laughs> the Kelowna Optimist Club, uh, yes, their tree is the Grinch. And I guess to say I've, I've never seen a tree decorated that way. So John and I are not going to elaborate because we think that you want to come in and see the Grinch tree. And how ironic the Lions Club would have a Grinch tree because yes. they're definitely the opposite of the Grinch. Exactly. Exactly. The best group of people. But it's it's a fun, fun tree, and I think the kids w really enjoy it. Oh, I bet they do. Now, also in this room that we're in now, you have a display, Historic Christmas Traditions from 1800s, that um, many of those traditions continue today. Yeah, I had um, a really special um couple that are friends of mine from many years ago that um, they were asked by their local historical society if they would do some research on the history of Christmas con uh, traditions and um, they used them for their Christmas event but then they asked me if I thought that this would be something um, that I would like to display here so they had actually brought it um, for our open house during Christmas in Kelowna and then said that I could keep um, keep the display up through the holidays. So I there's there's things on here that I had no clue about that I think it's it's very interesting on how things got started. What, what I found particularly interesting is the fact that uh, um, Abraham Lincoln requested that uh, welcome Santa Claus was on a sign at the U.S. Army camp back in 1862, I think it was. And was that to, uh, to give the soldiers a pair of socks for Christmas? Yes, yes. Um, I don't have the exact date on it. Yeah, and actually, um, that's probably how stockings started being a part of a Christmas tradition is, is every, yep, every troop got a pair of socks, and I think that that kind of helped carry on that tradition. And to me, it just is amazing. We always have a image of President Lincoln as being a stoic individual, and he was obviously president in one of the hardest times in our country, but yet the guy uh, embraced the holiday season, the Christmas season, and to the extreme of even Santa Claus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Nancy, can you tell me... Um, some of the other displays that you have here at the village, the Kelowna Historical Village, and um, we, we know there's Christmas displays right now. What do you got coming up in 2023 that you can tell us about today? Well, 2023, I think, is going to be an exciting year for us. Um, we have been working on what we're calling the Kelowna Streetscape Project. 
Um, for those of you that have been here before, uh, Wall Museum used to be our original visitor center and had different displays from Glenn Wall and his past. In 2016, we knocked down that building and built a new building. And so we have been working um, since 2016 on different exhibits in the building. We have several that are finished that we have had open to the public um, this year. Um, but next year is the ending goal of getting the entire building done. The goal is, is by the end of August to have the entire streetscape project finished. So when fall festival comes next fall, it's going to be quite a huge, huge event. I am sure hoping it will be. I think it's going to be something beyond anybody's expectations, especially for a small town museum like ours. Um, and there have been um, people on our committee for this project that have put in countless, countless hours uh, researching, getting all of the facts um, of the history of Kelowna and its businesses. And um, I think people are going to be really surprised. Locals that think that they know all the history here, they don't. They have no idea. Um, and I think that it, it's something that even all of the locals are going to want to come see. Well, I'm going to share with our Round Guy radio audience that uh, you gave me a little sneak peek at a couple of things. I'm not going to say what they are, but the words that came out of my mouth while you were showing me these different uh, displays were incredible, amazing, wonderful. And I can't wait until next year when you and I get to have a conversation that previews what people are going to see there because it's incredible. And hey, folks, that's just a perk of having a podcast. Not everybody's going to get to see a sneak peek, so don't bother Nancy about that. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, me just kind of uh, giving you a vision. I'm just putting information in John's head just to give him a vision of what it's going to look like. And we've got a few, you know, posters, but I, I think that he's going to be knocked off off his shoes when he sees uh, what this final final thing is going to be because I mean I I can't wait I, it's been long enough and and I think we're all excited to um, to to be able to show the history of this area to everybody the world to be honest we have people that visit here from all over the world so we'll be able to share a little piece of Kelowna with everybody and, and it's just it really just just the little bit that I've seen just got my wheels turned into my head of thinking and comparing that history with the history that I myself have personally lived in. And sometimes I think a lot of us, we get captured in the moments of time only began when we started paying attention. And it's not the case. Time began and it's incredible the span of time that uh, this this uh, facility shares with everyone. It's It's a gem. I, and I too, this, I think this is just the beginning of projects for us here. Um, the company that we're working with, they've opened our eyes on what we can do to elaborate on the history that we already have here and make it better. And so John, once again, got some little insights on some of the plans for other buildings to uh, be improved on. And then it, this just keeps our minds churning as something, something else new comes up in our heads um, practically every week, it seems like. So uh, one step at a time, one building at a time, one project at a time. But I think that there's a, a really great future for what all we have here 
And um, we do change things. So I know a lot of people are saying, oh, I've already been there. Well, when were you here last? Because we've changed a lot and we're constantly changing exhibits out. So um, come in and take a look. You will definitely enrich your life with this experience. It's in, like Nancy says, there's, they do have new things from time to time. New old things, I should say. They're not new as far as their age, but they're new to the, to the museum and to, for displays. And it's, it's just an incredible learning experience that, that, uh, I, I, uh, encourage you to, to come to Kelowna, Iowa and visit. And uh, Nancy, it's a Christmas season. Do you have any uh, favorite traditions um, that you experience every year that you you like to do with your family, or or that you remember as a child that uh, you always think about this time of year? Well. For those of you that don't know me, I grew up in the retail world here in Kelowna. We used to own Rives Family Center. And um, so basically the the push for Christmas and, um, you know, helping customers was always kind of exciting to us. I know as a kid every year, though, our Christmas break was um, work. Literally the day after Christmas, we started inventory at the store that we did by hand. And so us kids didn't get to just lay around and watch TV on Christmas break. We pretty much worked through the whole holiday season and that continued on until um, I became an adult and actually helped take over the store. And then, then I do believe shortly after I came back out of college to help, we actually got a company that came in and did inventory instead of it taking us two weeks to do inventory and clean. I mean, that's truly what I remember about (laughs) Christmas every year. But now, now that I'm older, um, of course I have more time. So no, I just, I definitely just enjoy um, the, the little bit of time that we get with the entire family, which isn't long and it's usually only once a year but that's what i do enjoy it's kind of a nice uh time to recharge your batteries a little bit yes definitely a lot of people have asked me too with the museum because i work year-round and they're like well aren't you bored in the winter i'm like no winter is when we get uh new projects rolling when i can get um, new inventory in get the books cleaned up get you know files cleaned out so there's always something to do here and we're not open as many hours and it's quieter so um less disruptions you know uh people coming in that need assistance and stuff so winter yes definitely is when i get recharged refueled and get ready for tourism season at the beginning of april so what are the hours right now um we are open 11 to 3 monday through saturday um of course we're going to be closed um christmas eve saturday new year's eve saturday and we're not open on sundays but yeah 11 to 3 monday through saturday um if we get really bad weather of course i would like to think that nobody's going to be looking to come to a museum um Pretty much we just have the main visitor center open, which is what houses our tree display and um, quilts. Um, outside's pretty much closed off uh, just because a lot of the buildings aren't heated and it's like 10 degrees colder in those buildings than what it is outside. So we really don't open up the outside. Now, um, as far as more information, can you provide us with a phone number, a website? Do you have a Facebook page, all that kind of stuff? Yep, we have a Facebook page under the Kelowna Historical Village, and then our direct phone number is 319-656-3232. 
Um, as for the website, we have a website. It's www.colonaiowa.org. It's not really updated yet. We're actually trying to figure out how to change things on it. So we have not gotten that accomplished yet, but it will show you some of the different displays and the different tour options and stuff that we have. And, and then for probably for the more immediate uh, news, you're using Facebook, I'm, I'm guessing, for that kind of stuff. Yes, definitely Facebook and Instagram we're, we're posting all the time on. Okay. Now, um, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't? I think that we covered quite a bit in in a little period of time. Like I said, we're just kind of always changing things and always have new displays and you know, hope that there's something always new here that somebody hasn't seen. Well, I sure thank you for all of your time today. We spent a good hour ahead of time before we sat down just seeing all the amazing things here. And uh, I really appreciate the conversation. And I know our listeners do too. And I really highly encourage the listeners to come up here to Kelowna. So Nancy, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Thank you, John, for thinking of me. You're quite welcome. That has been Nancy Roth. She is the uh, managing director of the Kelowna Historical Village here in Kelowna, Iowa. And uh, I'm John Bain, your host of today's episode of Southeast Iowa Today on Round Guy Radio and every one of those Southeast Iowa Today episodes. And it's all brought to you by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get you, your car back on the road and after an accident, and also Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it.